Welcome to Belmont Banter, the official podcast of Whitstable Town FC. Every week we chat to ex-players, supporters and invited guests here on Belmont Banter. Hello again everyone and welcome to Belmont Banter and we're very pleased today to have on the other end of the line Jim Ward. Jim, how are you today mate? I'm super. don't know about this rain, it's stopped me playing golf today but yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, it's it's good. I, I say you look well because uh, I saw you a week or so ago at the game, and I must say that you look well, um, which is really good news. Yeah, I've got over my little mishap. I had a heart attack a couple of years ago. Uh, all's well now. I've lost a little bit of strength in my right hand side, but doesn't stop me playing golf, Tony. So good, good I'm fine. For you. Good for you. Right, Jim. I know. Obviously, I know a bit about you. I know about your connections with Whitstable and with uh, Ramsgate. But what I don't know about Jim Ward, and I don't think anybody does about Jim Ward, is your time at home. I presume that you were born in Scotland. Yeah, born in Dundee, 1951, unfortunately, a long time ago now. <laughs> but yeah, born in Dundee, brought up in Dundee. I was there till 16. Then I joined the RAF and moved down to England in 1967. What about your early football career? Did you play uh, football in Dundee? See, back in those days, it, it, it's not like now, you know. We, we didn't have all these youth youth teams and youth clubs and all that stuff, like, you know. Uh, I was lucky, you know. I, I played for my primary school. Done very well at that. I was, I was, I was lucky enough to play with uh, Peter Lorimer and a lad called Jimmy McCann. He went on and played for Brian Clough down at uh, Nottingham Forest. Nottingham Forest, time. yeah. Yeah, and I moved on from there from secondary. Competition was so rife in the secondary that and there was only two teams to get in a game of football for your school team. That was a great honour. I'd, I'd done okay. I'd, I'd done there and I played a few games with Dundee school boys. And then, like I said, I left in six, when I was 16 and moved down, to, uh, moved down to England to join the RAF. The reason I ask that question about your early days in football is because anybody that's been in management, almost by definition, has got to have played football at some level at some time. But... Uh, when you came down to uh, England, did you move straight down to the Ramsgate area or did you settle somewhere else? No, no, uh, Lincolnshire, uh, uh, RAF Binbrook, where I met the wife. And I played, played for, I was in the RAF for what, seven years, I think. And uh, I was lucky enough again, I, I played for the RAF, played for the full RAF, and I went all around the world playing. I played Singapore, I played Cyprus, I played Madagascar, and obviously in England. It was great, but the unfortunate thing was I was married, and they kept, they kept when they sent me away. It wasn't just for a week or a day or all that. It was you're away for a month and six, well, six months in Madagascar. Yeah, uh, and it got a bit wearing on the wife, like you know. So we came out and uh, moved to Aylesbury in Wendover in Buckinghamshire. Yeah, it's nice down that way, isn't it, Aylesbury? Well, mind you, yeah. Lincolnshire is nice as well. So uh, yeah, yeah nice, nice area of the world. So, um, how long did you stay in the Aylesbury area for? Uh, Aylesbury, uh, we were there for a couple of years, then we moved to Milton Keynes in the, in the middle 70s. Do you know we were what? there for five years. That's where one of my best mates lives, Milton Keynes, and it's so underrated. As a, everybody looks at it. it. It's a lovely place, isn't it? I loved it. The sport was great. I played for Milton Keynes City, who unfortunately, unfortunately went uh, bust. They were in the Southern League at the time, and they... It just went defunct. Yeah. And then I played for a team called Milton Keynes Borough. And I've still got friends to this day 
that they we go and see them, they come and see us. They played in that same team, like you know, it was, it was a great. I loved it in Middle King, superb. No, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. Well, once this comes out, you want to send a copy of this to all your buddies and let them know, uh, let, let them know what you've been doing. Yeah. Anyway, let's uh, let's move on now to uh, what I would pr pr presume to be the pinnacle of your football career into management. How did that come about? Let's get one thing straight. I think I've been a better manager than a player. You know, <laughs> I, I was. I came down to, we moved to Broadstairs in 1980, uh, me and the wife and my two, my two daughters, and we bought a shop in uh, Broadstairs. Mm -hmm. uh, I was 30, getting on for 30, and still looking to play, but I didn't have enough time because of the shop, so I started my own little Sunday morning team. Had that for a couple of years, Broadstairs United, and then and my brothers all played in that, Frankie, Bobby. And then Margate came calling, 19, I think it was 1983, 84. And I went and managed Margate Reserves for a couple of seasons. Again, lucky enough, we, it was when there used to be a great reserve division. Every club had a, a reserve team. There was not, not so much youth and all that, even then in them days, in the early 80s. Again, we, we, we won that. We had a good side, you know, and a lot of local lads played in that team. Yeah. And moved on. And like I said, I was at Margate for year and a half when did you i'm i'm, I'm not going to say move up to the big league because i yeah. i well remember i well remember from my football time when uh, i was following which to win the early days the reserve side was the only other side around there was no other um right. there was yeah i mean there was a a, a side that i played lim limited amount for um which were old boys which was no real big time team and there was Sunday football wasn't in the sort of like the level it is now. Well, I moved uh, after Margate. John Wickens was the manager. And bless his soul, he's dead now, John. He, he moved and he managed Herbay. And he asked me to go along and be his uh, assistant. So I went along and I'd done that for one season. John left in the February and I took over. We were bottom of the league. How can I put this without being rude to Herbay? I was, uh, I got manager of the month for April and got sacked in the May. You know, it was a strange situation. Like, wow. you know, and yeah, they, they, they appointed somebody else over my head. Like, I thought I'd done okay. I was a bit disgruntled, so I left. And to be fair, I went back to Sunday morning football. Managed a team in Roundsgate called Hotel de Ville, who were a very good side. And I just settled down to that until Roundsgate came calling, you know? Yeah, just as an aside, Hotel de Ville, great. Great pub in its day as well, wasn't it? Oh, fantastic pub. <laughs> yeah, because I, uh, I, I, I lived down that way for eight or ten years. I managed the, uh, well, managed, I had the uh, Red Lion on the Ramsgate Road at Stonner oh, yeah. just before you get to Sandwich. So I know yeah. all the pubs around Ramsgate as well, but that was, a, that was a decent side. And there was a lot of good Sunday football sides in Ramsgate, wasn't there? Oh, great side. And yeah. The, yeah, super. But I, I always wanted to do more, you know, and I always wanted to. To get back, like you said, the so-called big time, like, you know? Yes. And 1997, I think it was, uh, uh, Richard Lawson uh, wanted to talk to me and John Love. And uh, John Love was, uh, he actually played for Heron Bay and all that, and he was a good player, John was, back in his day. And we went along, had a meeting, and, and to be fair, the guy that was there at the time, Lenny Lee, who played a lot of years at, uh, at Dover and Margate, he... He was a manager, and whether he wanted to pack up or not, I don't know. But 
they gave the job to me and John, and uh, I managed, and John was my player assistant, if you like, you know? Yeah. And then we, we were there for four years, four great years, honestly. We, I had a crack inside, you know, and we, we won the double in 98, uh, uh, 99. Even the year that Dale won the, uh, won the Vaz, 2000, I thought we were the better side. We got to the quarterfinals and got kicked off the park by a team called Newcastle Town up from up in Stoke. And uh, that's the side that on. played deal in the semi final, wasn't it? In the semi final, yeah, I was at that game. Well, so was I, I, I was on the radio that day, yeah. Uh, and uh, pouring the rain down it the was. yeah, yeah. And, and we softened them up. I'm sure I keep saying because obviously I'm big pals with Tommy, Tommy Samson, yeah, and uh. I'm sure we softened them up for a for, for deal, like you know. But fair play to Samson and, and to Deal Ten, great achievement to win the Vaz the club at our level, you know. It's oh, unbelievable! Great. Unbelievable! Yeah. And but like that, you that, said, that group of players, that group of players that I had then, they were unfortunate that they should have gone on in the Southern League. Had loads of experience, loads of loads of like Paul Foley, who bless him, he's he's dead as well yeah. now, like you know. Uh, Neil Brown, Timmy Dixon, Dean Bowie, John Love, some great players. They, they were unfortunate that at the time Ramsgate wasn't keen on getting promoted. Well, it's a, it's a big, big step, Jim. I mean, you've actually you've actually gone from uh, like what was the old um, league and then into the Premiership. And I remember a conversation I had with Richard Lawson. I've got a lot of time for. Richard's a lovely guy. Um, He he did actually say to me, sort of like an off-the-cuff remark, it crippled us getting promoted because of the travelling and all the expenses. And the crowds didn't really go up as much as he would have hoped. That, to me, was the biggest disappointment of Ramsgate, you know? If you go back a step uh, in 2000, I said to Richard, look, if we're not going to get promoted, I feel as if I, I've got to further my career and and have a go. Yeah. I can't get promoted here. I want to get promoted somewhere else. So I left obviously, as you know, me and Rich are still close as you like, you know. I left in 2000, 2000 it was, and the phone rang straight away and I went, went to Maidstone, which was a, well, that was an eye-opener. You know, that was that was fantastic. You know, you, know, you, you, you think back now, we, we went to Newport, Isle of Wight, and I think we took six coach loads <laughs> of supporters. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was unbelievable, you know? Yeah, but tremendous again, tremendous support, wasn't it? Oh, it was great. And Paul Baird and Brian, who ran it, and I, funny enough, I seen Paul last night at the Ashford game. Another great chairman of mine, you know, he couldn't do enough for you, but he just didn't have enough clout to take it the whole way. Like, you know, it was... It was it was good, but it was sad at the same time, like, you know? Yeah. And, of course, the only reason I went there was to get promoted. Won the league straight away. Never got promoted for some different reasons because we were ground share and then at Sittingbourne. All right, uh, yes, I remember that time, yeah. We won, and the next league, we, we won promotion again and never got promoted. And it really, well, I don't know, I don't know how to put it, but I was a bit fed up now. I, I'd won promotion four times and not, and not got promoted as a, a person or as a club. Yeah. And again, that was it. And me and Paul fell out a little bit and I, I left. 
Yeah, it's sad, isn't it, that that uh, that lack of promotion? I mean, going back a few, well, good few years, there was no, it was almost like you had to be invited into the next league at, at some levels, because I remember a time when Whitstable was, was thinking that they were going to go up somewhere and never did. Uh, yeah, that wasn't the case with me. Or it wasn't. No, 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 we had promotion. We could have got promotion. It was something to do with, you'd have to ask Paul Byron Brown, the engineer, about Maidstone. Yeah. But something to do with insurance on the ground or the length of the lease that we had on the ground. Oh, yeah. It was a legality more than anything else. Yeah. I'm not saying it was Paul Byron Brown's fault, not for a second. Or something no. like that, you know? But for some reason, we couldn't get promoted. I, that was me done and dusted again. Sure, sure. So Maidstone really was the uh, the pinnacle as far as uh, players and possibility and potential for promotion was concerned, and it just didn't happen. Well, it didn't happen to Maidstone, but then it, of course it did happen again, didn't it? You know, that I, I uh, <laughs> uh, of course I, I just carried on watching Ramsgate because I still love my football, and yep. you know, and uh, in the February Ramsgate were bottom the uh, Kent League at the time. I was asked to. Uh, give it a go. So I said, okay, I'll come back again. I said, but again, same thing. If we get promoted, we've got to get promoted. And Richard said, yeah, we will this time. We'll give it a go. So we've done very well to the end of the season. And then the next season, we took off. We just took off. We, we were full, full of local players. But at the same time, I, I always had a car that had a, had a feeling that I had to strengthen any team of mine with a group of players from London, like, so whether it was three or four or five in a car, I'd get them down from London just to give me that bit more backbone in the team. And people yeah. like John Welford and Nick Davis and, you know, people like yeah. that. You know, just yeah. Good players, you know, good players, but a bit more experienced maybe. And then come together with uh, Ollie and Warren Schultz and people like that. And, Great players. Well, see, you, you don't realise what you've got until you've lost them. Yeah, you know that team that I had in two thousand. It wasn't just me; it was me and Danny by then. Danny, Danny was my uh, uh, assistant, and I think he actually started off doing the reserves, Danny, uh, and then ended up being my assistant. You don't realise what you've got until you lose them. That's you know? very true. That that was a fantastic time for Ramsgate Football Club. I'm not not saying it's all down to me because it's not. It, it was the players. It was the chairman. And the fans and everything was well. Everything came together at the right time. Yep. Everything, you know. And we got to the first round of the FA Cup and stuff like that. And that was another story. We we uh, when when we beat uh, Sirencester three 0 to put us into the hat for the next round, we all met and oh, in them days the first round draw used to be done on, on BBC at quarter past five. Yep. On the uh, thingy like on the yep. TV, so. All the players, your Mark Mondays and all that, we're all we've all gathered into the into the boardroom to hear what the draw was. And I remember now, Nottingham Forest, I think, was number forty-four, and we got number forty-five, Nuneaton Borough oh. <laughs> away. <laughs> and of course, Nuneaton Borough at the time were a big club, but they weren't Nottingham Forest. You no, know, it's, no, that was, and we got to be got to be two 0 We made a good account of ourselves, but big days, heady days, you know, heady days, yeah. Oh, and then of course we won, we won, uh, won the league, the Kent League, won the Kent Cup, got promoted, went into Ryman, 
we came ninth the first year. And then the next year, we took off again. We, we, we got to the playoffs and we actually won the, the Ryman League Cup, which is another major achievement. That's for, a hard one to win. Yeah. yeah. Well, because they're all in it, all the Premier Club, yeah. everybody's in it, you know? Yeah. And uh, we won that and went from strength to strength. But of course, the big guns come in for you and nick all your, nick all your players, like, you know, and we couldn't afford to hold on to the likes of Ollie Schultz and Sean yeah. Welford and Dean Hill. And, but we gave it a right good go. And really, most of that was, was down to Richard Lawson because he, he backed it and we'd done everything. So I used, to, I used to run golf days and all sorts just to try and raise a couple of bob yeah. to help everything along. And But again, I suppose it's down to the players, really, the players' attitudes and all that stuff. It was all spot on. Everybody at the football club at that time had a smile on their face. That's you know, lovely, isn't it? That was great. And you don't get that very often. In my 20-odd 20 20 years that I've been involved as a manager at, at football clubs, that period then was, was, was the best. You know, it was the best. I'm not saying the best on the pitch or all that stuff, because the 98-99 side was a very, very good side. Uh, but as a club... It was fantastic because everybody was pulling in, in the same direction. You know, I can empathise with that because uh, it was the same sort of feeling around Whitstable when we got our first promotion to the Ryman. It was exactly the same. We had yeah. um, Mark Seeger as our manager and yeah. everything about the club was buzzing. I, 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 I get it. I'm, I'm getting yeah. goosebumps talking to you about it. It's yeah. just a, a special time, isn't it? Yeah, I, I, of course. I was only a bit of a figurehead, but I had loads of people helping me, you know. Danny was a great help to me at the time. He, you know, he'd tell me what he, obviously, you know Danny. <laughs> I know. He'd, he'd, he'd tell you what he thought and all that stuff. And, yeah, it was just a good time to be involved with the football club. And, of course, we live here. So, yeah, I live in Broadstairs. Danny lives in Broadstairs. And so you're only two minutes up the road. Yeah, it's and perfect, was, isn't it? Yeah. Tell me something, Jim. This uh, this thing that uh, has always, I wouldn't say puzzled me about Ramsgate, but fascinated me. You've just highlighted how you've got some of your good players down from London. Now, your catchment area, because you've got your back to the sea, is yeah. so limited, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. any other well, club, I mean, if you take Maidstone, for instance, right in the centre of the county, yeah. it's got everybody within half an hour. It's, yeah. no, it's so different for you, isn't it? Yeah, well, even... Even when I managed uh, Sittingbourne, me and Danny done Sittingbourne, which is right in the heart of the county as well. Yes. We had a, a, a trial match at the start of the season and four teams turned up. There was more than 50 players turned up for the trial. Right. It doesn't happen at Ramsgate because there's, there's not that many players in the whole area. No, in the local <laughs> you know? area, no. There was that many people that, that found it comfortable to come and have a trial like yeah. that in that area, yeah. So, yeah, so good. your idea of uh, bringing them down from London was almost like a catalyst to getting real good quality down there. Yeah, what I what I used to do was I used to get, uh, for instance, I'd get Paul Foley, who is a, a massive player for Ramsgate Football Club. I'd get him to come down, and he'd bring his mate, who was Steve Cotton, who was another great player, but he only came because of Paul Foley. And then Mickey Simmons, the goalkeeper, only came because of Steve Cotton. 
then Dean Bowie only came because of them as well. So that, <laughs> yeah, that, that's what you try and do. You try yeah. and sometimes you've got to take somebody that's no good, but his mate's a good player. So <laughs> <laughs> just to make sure your team's that a bit stronger, like you know. Yeah, too right, too right. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I so understand what you're saying because yeah. as a supporter, when that marquee player walks through the door, you go, wow. And then the others do follow. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, 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 Without a doubt. Yeah. That's really good. So uh, that was your second spell at Ramsgate. Yeah. How did things progress from then? When I left Ramsgate, because I'd been there eight, eight years that second time, we, it all went, not funny, nothing wrong with anything. It was just a, it was natural progression. Yes. A lot of the lads, like I said, went to Dover. Hessenthal, Andy Hessenthal came and nicked a load of the lads and offered them money that we couldn't compete with. No. And it broke the backbone of the team. And there just wasn't enough. Uh, to That Premier Division of the Rhineland League is so tough. It's, it's well, it's a lot tougher than the Rhineland side, put it that way, you know? Yeah. So we, we got relegated. We, me and Richards yeah, decided... Enough's enough. I'll move on. We shook hands and blah blah. And I had a bit of a rest. I just moved on. You yeah. Know? So next, uh, next place for you was where? Next place for me was oh dear, was it Sittingbourne? Yeah. Andy Spice. Yes. Only went uh, only went to Sittingbourne because of Andy Spice. What a lovely man, you know. Yeah. He was good. him and his wife. He used to sell me his turkeys at Christmas. He she bred turkeys. <laughs> He did give me them cheap, mind. You know, yeah. I had to pay the full price. <laughs> it was, uh, but yeah, it was difficult there. But we had a good side. We did okay. It wasn't what. See, Sittingbourne had a bit of a history as well because they had all that money back in the eighties and all that when yeah, when they, they sold the ground and yeah. Steve Lovell and all that playing for them. Yeah, you know? that's right. But it, it was good. It was. Well, we had the stadium at the time, didn't we? Yes, that's right. Then we moved down to the bottom pitch. Yeah, it was good there. I, I enjoyed it. You know, and then good, good times. Yeah. Yeah. Then, uh, then he moved on, and we uh, uh, we we moved the fo- the club forward. That was the main thing, like you know. Yes. And again, we decided to leave. Shook hands again with Andy, and just moved on and settled down a bit, like you know. And then the next step from City Moon was? Oh, next step. Uh, I've got to read any of this. Whitstable, I think. It must have been. Yeah, yeah it must be. Sounds Whistle. like it, yeah. Yeah, it must be Whitstable. Whitstable was great. You know, again, we had a good team, as you know, Tony. I do. And we should have got promoted. We've got, well, sorry, we should have got in the playoffs. Yes. And I can remember it to this day. We. We were, we, I think we were fifth or sixth in in the division in in the top four. Six, top one got promoted, and the next four went in the playoffs. But we had a, a great chance, great chance. And then Ian Pullman got sent off, and we appealed the, uh, the sending off, and it got rejected. So we lost the services of Ian Pullman. I think it was, I think it worked out five games. I'm not sure, four or five games, and that really knocked us on the head. If Pullman had been fit, so it's all his fault, Ian Pullman. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'll phone him up and tell him. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I see Ian all the time. Yeah, he's the, a good uh, lad. If, if, if he had been suspended, his goals 
was what was getting us forward. You know? And if he hadn't got suspended, we would have gotten them playoffs. I, I yeah, don't know what would've. we would have done in the playoffs, but it, it would have been an opportunity, you know? Was and that the time was, was that the time he got sent off for fighting? Because he only got sent off for fighting once in his career, he told me. It sounds like it would well, it couldn't have been for fighting because he couldn't have lifted his hands. If he had, his, <laughs> if he had lifted his hands, we wouldn't have appealed, you know? No, I anyway. think he had a tussle on the floor or something. But Anyway, he, yeah. he could punch his way over a paper bag, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Uh, but yeah. a great a great striker, great figurehead. Who did you have playing in the hole with him? Because he needs service, doesn't he? Well, I think, I think Joe Taylor played at the time, didn't he? Yes, he Georgia. did. Yeah. And we had Loinsy and we had oh, Getty, McKenzie. Yeah. But Butch, all the some good players, you know? Good players, yeah. Yeah. It's as far as what I think Whistle have ever been. At the time it was, yeah. Yeah. yeah but I don't think they've got, well, they've never made the playoffs, have they? So no. they haven't got, haven't got better than what that era was, you know? No, definitely not. No. Good time, enjoyed the time there. And then from there, I'll battle around to get again. Battle around to get again. And yeah. know, there was all this uh, nonsense about you taking the whole team with you, wasn't there? I was accused of, of just going for money. It was not to do with money. As a matter of fact, the wage bill was £100 a week less than what Whistler was. The biggest reason I went back was, and by the way, Danny didn't want to go back. Danny wanted us to stay at Winstable, but I, I wanted to go back because yeah. one, first things first, I live here and Ramsgate's always been my club since I've moved down to this area. Oh, yeah. Uh, and Richard Lawson, he'd asked me, he says, look, we're in trouble. We need a help, you know, to get us out of it. And uh, I took the bait, I suppose, and, and uh, had a go. But the difference was this time, Richard Lawson wasn't really there. He was on the he was the owner. The feeling had gone. Yeah. You understand what I mean? Yeah, I do entirely. That feeling that I talked about earlier on, uh, about everything being great from the tea lady all the way up to the manager. Yeah. That that had gone. There was a lot of bickering going on. I can't name names, obviously, but it was a different club. You know, they were they were bottom of the league when we went in, and we built them up a little bit. But behind the scenes, they weren't happy because, you know, me, I can't keep my mouth shut. If it's not right, it's not right. It's, no, it's fair enough. People yeah. have got to be told and, and yeah. people were told and they weren't happy that they got told. Lucky enough, then people are not at the club anymore, you know? Good, good, good thing. transpired that they got rid of me and Danny after 18 months and uh, we left. We left on a better spot than what we were when, when we went there. Yeah. Uh, we left and uh, Lloyd Blackman took over, you know? Yeah. He, he's all right. Lloyd, oh, funny enough, I've seen Lloyd last night as well. Mm. But, yeah, it was a shame because it, was, it wasn't it was right, you know? When, yeah. And a bit of sour grapes. I'm back at Ramsgate again now. Tony, yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's, that's football, isn't it? It goes, what comes around goes around. Yeah. Yeah, and... Uh, the best bit of advice I ever got was from Les Riggs. Remember Les Riggs? Yes, I do. From Gillingham and all yeah. that stuff. I was playing golf with him one day back in the when I first took the Ramsgate job back in the 90s. And he says, whatever you do, Jim, if they offer you £500 a week for your budget, 
make sure that you spend £510 or £520 because if you only spend £400, they'll still sack you. So it don't matter. <laughs> oh, there's a shrewd man. <laughs> uh, he's not very well at the moment, man. So. Oh, well, let's wish him well. Yeah, wish yeah. him well. Yeah. Uh, what, you say you went to the game last night. What was, uh, what was the result? Uh, Ashford beat Whiteleaf 2 0. All right. And deservedly so. Played ever so well. Yeah. Oh, they did, yeah. Um, Ashford itself? Yeah, Ashford, yeah. What's yeah. the uh, what's their surface playing like these days? All right. It was all right, was it? You wouldn't have said that there was anything wrong with it last night. Oh, that's fair enough. Good. Didn't it was, think it was wrong. Yeah, no. Because yeah. a few years ago when we played, yeah. we went there one time. It wasn't good, was when it? When they first put it in. Yeah. The first put it in, it was a, a poor surface, like, you know? But no problems now. No, that's good. Of course, he's a good manager, isn't he, Tommy? Tommy yeah. Warlow. Yeah, he is a good lad, yeah. So they, yeah, they've got a decent side there, that's true. So, of all the sides that you've... Because you've been around a few games this season so far, who do you think, as far as the Ryman uh, stands... I know it's only half a dozen games in, but who do you think you, has impressed you most? Ryman's going to need a bit more luck than what they've got. They, They've got a lot of injuries. Yep. Uh, I'd like to think that, you know, we could turn the corner a little bit but to, to where we've been since the start of the season. We've had yep. some poor results. Poor, not just poor results, poor performances, you know? Yes. I'd like to think we can, you can get that right, Matt Longhurst, and turn it around a bit, bit more than what it is at the moment. Mm -hmm. uh, but then, <laughs> sorry to say this, but I came to the game on Tuesday night, last Tuesday night, uh, Whistle against Hyde. Yeah, and terrible. Hyde, well, Whistle terrible. But Hyde, I've got three or four players that on their day, if they turn up, if Franny Collin and Old yes. Acre and that, yeah. and Fisher, if they turn up, there's no, none of the teams in the league can live with them. They did turn but up that night, didn't they? They turned up that night, that's for sure. Yeah. I thought Whistle weren't very good. No, agreed. But, and they, they Hyde just took all the chances. Yes, they did. I, I think... was impressed last night with Ashford. Yeah. Whiteleaf, Whiteleaf never got a kick. They were really? Never, nope. Hardly had a shot on goal. And Whiteleaf had been going very well. Yeah. And Tommy had them well organised. and I, I, It was good to watch. I enjoyed it last night. Oh, that's good. Disappointing. bit disappointing the crowd. There was only 202 there, you know? Well, that's a surprise. Yeah. Must have been the only game on, was it? Yeah, it only given Kent, I think. Yeah. Rounds get a flying at the moment. James Lawson is just so, so enthusiastic. Richard, Richard's boy, Richard's sunlight, you know? Yeah. He's so enthusiastic, trying all these new things. And, of course, me and Richard keep saying, we tried that, we tried that. We tried that. <laughs> like, like, us old men that we are, like... Yeah, you know? I know. Been and, there, uh, done that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're sold out nearly every week. Yeah. So, yeah, all That's these guys to get get it right on the pitch and, and off we'll go because there's loads of things that are happening good at Ramsgate at the moment. That's good. And it's good to see, you know, good to see. So you've literally gone full circle as far as Kent football's concerned or Kent football in this area is concerned. You're back at Ramsgate. What What yeah. are you actually, have you got any title or anything there at the moment? No, nothing at all. I just, I, I go along, the start of this Legends thing. Oh, yeah. Last, last Saturday we had Peter Hansen back as a legend, and he's allowed to invite twenty odd people that we all that we let in free and all that. Yeah. And I, I just go in there and 
talk to them all like you know and just well you know them all don't you yeah same as sponsors and all that i want to do a little bit of that and i'm not a committee man but i have my say because i'm like that yeah well you uh, can you can talk for scotland jim so just keep it going (laughs) (laughs) well i've got to say jim it's been a pleasure talking to you today i've really i've really really enjoyed it i know we struggled to get get each other you know meet up and everything because of circumstances uh, but i'm um, thank you for persevering and i hope you've enjoyed it as much as i have uh, good fun yeah good bring about the memories like you know it's uh, it's uh, i hope we just haven't upset anybody have oh, no no you haven't been no no it's true i've got a, a few other managers coming on as well so there's bound to be a few people saying stuff about uh, well who knows they've got a free reign as long as they're not rude and don't get libelous i don't want any of that it's not that sort of thing we're trying to do. It's just for, uh, well, it's basically for for Whitstable and uh, supporters and anybody that's been involved with the club, uh, even if it's on a, a passing through notice. And I didn't mean that in reflect to yourself. You've been no, around. No. You've been around Whitstable a lot over the years because you know we've been in the same league. So uh, it's been fun. Yeah. I've really enjoyed it. I always like Joe. Yeah. Joe Lett, you know, he's... Yeah. He's, al- he's always the same, isn't he? He's just always yeah. the same. Yeah, yeah, you always get a greeting from him. Yeah, he's a good man. He's a good man. All right, Jim. Well, we'll wrap it up there, and uh, we'll speak again, no doubt. What uh, What other game are you going to this week? Uh, I've got a Roundsgate. They're away at Burgess Hill. All right. Well, good luck to them, mate. Okay. Well, right, we'll catch okay. up soon, buddy, and we'll finish up there. Now that you've found us on Belmont Banter, every week we chat to ex-players, supporters and invited guests for news about local football in Kent and beyond. Join your host, Tony Rouse, every week on Belmont Banter.